Hey Trailheads, it's JD and I've got a quick pit stop for you. We're all about building a community here at the Trailhead and we want to hear from you. Got questions about the latest gear, a burning topic you want us to dive into, or maybe you've got some killer trail recommendations. We're all ears. Getting in touch with us is a breeze. You can DM us on Instagram or Facebook at the Trailhead Podcast, drop us an email, or even give us a call. Plus, don't forget to check out our website, thetrailheadnetwork.com, for all the latest episodes and more. So, you want to be part of the conversation? Reach out to us at 719-408-0132 or hit us up online. Your voice could shape our next episode and even be on our next episode. Now, let's get back to the off-road action. On this first episode of the Trailhead Podcast, we're going to get things off to a fast start and introduce you to your hosts and what we aim to do here. We'll chat about some core off-roading gear you should have before heading out. We'll talk some news and, in general, try to get our footing here. Buckle up. episode of the trailhead your essential guide to the expanse of off-roading overlanding and outdoor exploration i'm jd one of the hosts be steering you through this adventurous journey from mexico's desert trails to canada's backcountry wilderness and all the dirt roads that connect them we've got your tracks covered the trailhead isn't just another off-road podcast we aim to dig deeper into the stories culture and issues that matter to our community You'll hear from a diverse team of passionate hosts, including myself, as we explore topics, each flavored with our own personal stories and specialized insights. In each episode, we'll tackle essentials like self-recovery gear, trail reviews, and of course, the latest debates over land use and access rights. Our episodes are designed to be as rugged and versatile as your favorite trails, and will feature in-depth discussions, expert advice, and questions that we'd want to answer from our community. So get your radio, air down your tires, and throw it in four low. We're about to kick out some dust and ride this trail together. Welcome to the trailhead. Um, so real quick, I my name is JD. I'm I live in Monument, Colorado now. I grew up in Chicago. Uh, Chicago is was my home for 35 years, and while it was great, it didn't really provide me the off-roading experience that we have now. And when we came out to Colorado, the first thing I did with my old, old TJ was head right out into the mountains with it and then promptly ran it into a tree. Uh, that's that's when you learn quickly that you have to respect snow and the mountains here. Uh, and ironically enough, the house that we lived in first was about 20 minutes from here. And now we live about five minutes from the trail that I actually destroyed my TJ on the first time. We got that fixed up, uh, and then I spent the next couple of years running around with that until I had another vehicle that was broken. The other vehicle got destroyed. I had about 20 grand laying around, not laying around, but I had 20 grand to spend on the Jeep and went to the dealership, ended up with the yellow one that you guys have seen on uh, my yellow JK. 
I shortly after I got that Jeep, uh, I had started going around and trying to find trail resources here in Colorado, figuring, you know, I got myself into trouble once. I shouldn't do that again. Um, how do I figure out how hard or not hard these trails are? How do I figure out what's open and what isn't? What's still snowed in? What isn't? And I found everything lacking. And then a f- I spent three hours driving from what I thought was an open trailhead, according to the website that I went to, that had been closed for over a decade. And at that point, then I started working with, uh, I started looking again online for a new trail resource. And that's when I found the Trails Off-Road guys. And I started writing for them in the summer of 2016. And I got about 150 trails with them now. And I, that is my favorite pastime. Uh, I love doing that. Just, uh, it, it provides me a little income now, which is awesome. Uh, but more importantly for me than anything else, it's just fun to do. It's fun to get out there and uh, just kind of document stuff that some people see, some people don't. Like I've got a couple of the Badge of Honor trails, but I the more interesting trails for me are the side trails that nobody's ever heard of here in Colorado. So that's about it. I have, it's just, it's me and my wife, my wife, uh, Randy, I'm sure at some point you'll meet her. If, if you come in here more often, I'll have her join us as well. And then uh, she she doesn't drive as much, uh, but I was like, telling these guys, she loves to tell me exactly what she doesn't want to do, mostly shelf roads. So uh, she just needs to hang out with me for a few minutes, and then I will uh, I'll influence her to like <laughs> to do a little bit more. I think that that's like that's my mo is to get all the girls on the trail. <laughs> and see, that's I telling you, all she needs is a little bit more. Uh, confident she's she's done some wheeling i know she prefers to kind of take pictures and be in the passenger seat but i know she would be a lot more confident if she was doing a lot more of that stuff she's still i think she still won't do shelf roads but i might be able to get her to do some of the more or more canyony stuff in uh, utah <laughs> give me a boulder and i'm all day i hate shelf roads i totally agree with her I, I uh, understand. We still I, haven't done cliffhanger in Moab because of that. <laughs> really? See, I really want to do chicken No, we're willing to do cliffhanger. We're willing to do it. We just haven't. Do, but initially, like, that was one of the ones our friends recommended. We were super scared to even try it because it's. <laughs> well, like and then you hear all the horror stories about it. And then you find out from, you read some of the reviews. You're like, okay, it's not necessarily as bad as you thought it was. But still, it's it's not great. See, I'm I'm less scared of cliffhanger and more scared of block their pass <laughs> that's the oh, glitch can... shelves that i'm like that, and see i look at black bear pass and i'm just like eh, that's just a little bit of a cliff and then like yeah you kind of go around a corner but that's it like if that's all it is that's that's 10 seconds of fear i'm good with that i can deal with that <laughs> it's the switchbacks that scare is, me is black bear that's pass is is Black Bear because I'm not too familiar with the West Coast wheeling. Is Black Bear Pass the the uh, the area where that Jeep took that tumble? Yeah, a couple of years ago. What I like to tell people a lot is that most often when you hear those horror stories and you see that horrible video of that Jeep tumbling, it was a red Jeep four door tumbling end over end. That guy was parked. Mm-hmm. He wasn't he wasn't coming down the cliff or anything really? like that. He was parked. He had gotten out to take some pictures. And he parked too close to the edge, and his girlfriend was in it, and she went end over Whoa. end. Yeah, it was not uh, good. But most often, that's oh, usually wow. what it is. It's not people that fail at that cliff level. Yeah. Okay. We've heard from a lot of people it's not that bad. I just like hear about the. It's the backs. mental challenge. It's the mental challenge. The you got to get over the switchbacks. My favorite trail here is Argentine <laughs> Pass, and it's uh, two major switchbacks. 
And those two major switchbacks, um, they take you up like a thousand feet in very short order. And my wife did it the first time we did it here. And that's when she realized she had the fear of heights. She had never gotten up like that before. Um, and then when I got home and told her that a thousand feet was the height of essentially like the Sears tower, she's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't ever want to do that again. It's like, okay, well, <laughs> in that case, then I guess we're going to have to divvy up what we do together and separately. And, but that's all right. We can, we can manage. I'll leave you down at the mine. You'll be fine. And then the only other guy that uh, you guys will probably get to know over the period of time is Hades. And he's our puppy dog from, uh, we rescued him a few years ago after we lost both of our other dogs. And uh, he just goes out with us all the time now and is pretty much the source or where all of my money goes other than the Jeep. Since we've got Jason, let's go to you next since uh, we've got you for less period of time. I think we'll have plenty of time to do this today, but just to make sure. So go for it, man. Cool. I'm pretty much an introduction of yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah, just uh, just to introduce yourself. If... I'm Jason, um, the driver of uh, Ruby Red Jeep, and um, I've had my Instagram account for about, mm, I would say, six years um, or so. And uh, as I said before, I am on the East Coast, so I feel like I have like a totally different perspective because um, I'm not – if you guys follow my stuff, I'm not afraid to admit it, but I'm like about maybe 85% on-road and the rest is off-road you guys like i i in a way i look up to you guys because you guys legitimately um go off-roading constantly and it's it's awesome and seeing you guys you know with your content but um yeah so basically i had a, a mazda 6 that got stuck in the snow constantly and i've always wanted a jeep so i thought to myself you know what when i pay off this mazda 6 i'm gonna sell it and i'm gonna buy myself a jeep because i need to get to work um, I'm a first responder, so we don't get snow days. So uh, whenever there's a blizzard, yeah. I need myself a Jeep. So, yeah, so I ended up getting a Jeep. And, um, ooh, doggy. Yeah, um, sorry, I got the same uh, problem too. I'm over here going, <laughs> um, yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I ended up getting a Jeep um, with the intention of uh, battling through New York City snow or New York snow in general because upstate, now that I live upstate, we get a lot of snow up here too. But, um, yeah, so ended up doing that, and then I went off-roading for the first time probably about six months after purchasing my Jeep, and um, I got bitten by the off-road bug, and ever since, I've tried, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome, it's just, I, I try to go off-roading as much as I can, personally, but obviously life gets in the way sometimes, and here on the East Coast, there, there isn't How far many is places to go off-roading. The nearest official yeah. off-roading park is Rosh Creek, and that is in Pennsylvania, and that is about a three to three and a half hour drive from where I live. And with, without admitting so, to yeah, where it's a, it's or having done anything in your past, how close or far is the unofficial? The unofficial trail is about okay. literally eight minutes from my right. driveway. It's not terrible, yeah, but so it's not, it's I get not it. too bad, but you know, that's okay. It's, it's pretty see, unofficial. This whole so. part now we can just edit this part out. We don't have to admit anything here in this moment. This is just for our information. Oh yeah. yeah. No, no it's, yeah, throw it in you there. don't admit to anything. So we're good on that level. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No have names of trails or anything like that. So place uh, essentially west of the Mississippi yet, or are you still kind of, how long ago did you purchase your Jeep? I factory ordered it December of 2017. And I took the delivery of it uh, of February of uh, 2018. So, yeah, I've had it for uh, for a few years now. Um, but the farthest I've ever driven 
with my Jeep, honestly, was uh, Virginia, Washington, D.C. area, which right. is obviously still on the East Coast. But I haven't ventured out um, to the Midwest or out West with my Jeep okay. whatsoever. Not yet, that's at all right. least. You just need that's to come right. out. I'll we're, get there. We're, we're out here. Yeah, man. <laughs> See, and that's the thing now is I can't wait. And all you, now that's, you know that's my dream road trip. So I'm five minutes from trails here. How close are you guys to trails there in Utah? So it depends on where you want to go. For it, we're three and a half, four hours from Moab and Sand Hollow. Okay, that's not good. Our favorite trail to go flex out our jeeps. It's not really a trail; it's an area that we call Little Moab. Um, it's about an hour away, probably. About an hour. Yeah. We're about an okay. hour. I mean, but the cool thing is, is we're like kind of in the center of Utah, like the center place of Utah, where we can get to like Vernal, which is really cool. And get a price for two in two hours. Vernal in two hours. Moab in three hours. Sand Hollow in four. I guess American Fort the... Canyon's only a half hour away. That's yeah, the closest. American Fort Canyon's about half hour away. We have it all around okay. us. Like we're literally like so lucky. Like we have everything from desert to like mountains. Oh, I. So. Just to let you guys know, I'm, I'm totally jealous. I'm legitimately jealous. And I, I think, yeah, I think all of us would agree that those of us who live out this way would are all grateful for the fact. Like, if I still lived in Chicago, I wouldn't be doing any of this. So I, I got nothing. But I do want to get back east because I really want to try those rocks and play around on those rocks. Like, I'm kind of like, I really want to get out there, too. Well, See and how our desert good... jeeps held up. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, yeah, I'll tell you guys all about Drummond Island sometime. That was a lot of mud. That was way more mud than I can ever. I think I'm still getting mud out of my jeep. So, so we're... yeah, our favorite places are down in the. Uh, hey, just Hollow. in case that's you guys, I... we're so excited about Trail Hero coming up because that's going to be reunited with all our Man, friends and they announced wheeling that. the best place. They announced that music lineup, and I was almost like, oh, I really want to go. I don't know if I could deal with the crowds, but I really want to go. Oh, we're going to be tailgating out there during the POD concert. Oh, see, that's what I'm <laughs> Just talking come, about. Come. Yeah. It's going to be quite a spectacle. I bet all the Jeeps out there with their different lights on them. And we'll stuff, see so. if, if i if i get my jeep back in time if i get my jeep back we'll see um that's that's a whole nother ball game of a, that's a whole nother ball of wax to talk about before the end of today pope and randy why don't you guys introduce yourselves just kind of give us an idea who you are and and what you do and yada yada anything you'd like to tell us about yourselves so we're pope and randy we've been jeeping like we do now for about three years prior to that we would uh, drive our jeeps to work and go camping with them um 25 years the way that we yeah (laughs) so for the last three years we got interested in rock crawling we decided when we bought our two jeeps on the same day on halloween um we would build them to go play in moab and we thought we would do fins and things and maybe hell's revenge we took one look at hell's gate and said oh hell no we're never in my life will i do that and now it's like oh hell's gate's not that bad i know well that's just a funny thing but it's like the first time you see it you look at that oh yeah with me and i looked at it and i told her i said mom just don't worry i'll never do that (laughs) and now i'm doing like and no, <laughs> so yeah like exactly we're out here doing nines and stuff that's way more sketchy than the <laughs> hell's gate but we still that's respect awesome. hell's gate when we're on it because you, you oh yeah it up you can tip over <laughs> yeah. but, but yeah. Um, well, the line again, is super we'll easy we'll talk about my thing later yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh so that that's that's kind of how we got started we went to moab and had the opportunity to 
just have a guy take us out on the trails and show us 101 basically and yeah. then we met some people out here that helped us learn and then we went out to moab a couple more times and the first time we went to sand hollow our friends got us on the trail with colt from bleeping jeep holly mischief maker and um this guy glenn plake and we were slowing them down so bad it was like the worst day on earth for them (laughs) (laughs) we were so new and we're like oh my gosh i feel like i just like fell asleep watching youtube and now i'm on the trail and this is really weird but we learned so much that weekend it was insane and it was kind of like insert the needle and we've been played for i mean that's that's some up, serious but... trial by fire yeah and and yeah. jason i hate to tell you but that's kind of what you're in for if you come out this way we're we're just gonna throw you to the fire my friend i'm, I'm looking forward to if if well not if when um let me be optimistic when i eventually make it out to the west coast i'm definitely gonna trailer my jeep because i'm expecting some that's, that's, yeah that's a good idea my friend i mean you might at least get scratches if nothing else but the like we broken everything you can break. and that's that's so. the thing is that it's it sounds like a lot of fun jason until you start getting the bills for all the repairs and all the the all, your own wrenching that you have to do to try to get the shit fixed it is a deep thing. Hey, it's those, a some deep of thing. some of the wrenching we're absolutely <laughs> love doing and some of it we're terrified to even try and we won't <laughs> and oh don't feel bad about that at all yeah, yeah I, I i think i can imagine sometimes in this community there's, i think there's a little too much emphasis put on you know, wrenching it yourself, or you got to do this. It's built, not bought. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's that's great. Except I don't have all of those skills to be able to do that. Um, they were calling me about my Jeep today, and I was just like, you're gonna have to explain to me like I'm a 12 year old exactly what is wrong with the Jeep because I don't know about <laughs> all of the mechanics of it. I know some of it. I know enough to be dangerous. I could put a zip tie in. I think the right thing, but. <laughs> You know, as far as fixing it every time, no. I can run my own electrical these days, and that's about where I run. I admit, like, I, I could maybe replace an alternator if I was feeling frosty. We're Go, kind of ahead. the same. Like, the first time we broke a radiator or got a hole in a radiator hose, it was a three day ordeal for us. And the second time it was, we watched him fix it. And the second time it was a radiator hose, it was a 45 minute problem on the side of the road. Now I was and we just cut the hole off and shoved it back in and. <laughs> And now we have radiator hoses in our kit, so it will never happen again. Yep. <laughs> we, yeah. Lesson so learned, our, our right? Yeah. Really, they're really new. They're, they're well, they're not new anymore, I guess, because we've been smashing the crap out of them. But you've you broken everything. The, they're not new anymore. I hate to tell you. This. Yeah. yeah. The Misfit is a 2020 Gladiator. And he's the last time people have seen him in public. He had a bob bed. He still has the bob bed. On uh, 40, 42 inch tires. Everything is like highlighted in the dark green lime green blend i guess it's like an ombre you could say um and the the we have it has key, it had king shocks on it the new setup is going to be the double throwdown setup with 14 inch coilovers nice. so the double throwdown in the we'll have the double throwdown triple bypass in the front 14 inch coils in the back i test drove it last week it was the best it's ever felt in the history of it even when it was stock it never felt awesome. that good so and it's getting its shocks tuned this week, probably be done next week. And then I get to start putting some more uh, crap on it, get it ready for trail here. Um, That's usually Randy, are you showing... about Jim? Oh, go ahead. Yo, yeah. No, are you, are you showing uh, the Jeep at Trail Hero? Or are you just, just to have it? Yeah, we're, dri- for... we're just driving it on the trails of Trail Hero like normal. Okay. We're not going to put it in a booth or anything. Um, no, Motobilt matter, yeah. will probably have us running around with them quite a bit because we're, uh, we're brand ambassadors for Motobilt. 
So they'll be okay. they'll be making us do a bunch of trails with them, getting a bunch of content. Last time we were out with them, they could only film the back of my truck because the front half had all their competitors. Ah, <laughs> so, yeah, that'll do it. And so we have right. a lot of pictures of the back of my truck on their on their Instagram, but nothing from the front, obviously. That's all right. And, and so, I'm telling you, man, it, you, you got to get those video and those picture coffers filled so that you got something to do with yourself for the six months out of the year when you can't wheel, right? Yeah, yeah. And we we spend a lot of time building the, during the year. Like, we'll go do the events and play around and then. Uh, we usually do one or two big builds a year, one for each of our Jeeps a year. Nice. Um, we might be done with that, though. I think we've kind of yeah, hit. We are done with that. I think we've kind of hit the line. Are done with that. <laughs> we are going to fix and drive. Like, that's all we're doing. Like, yeah, guess, right. You know, I've it, heard all see, of those things thing. before. I've yeah, said all of well, those things before. I have a wish list. Like, I'm not being stupid, but, like, we have done so much to these Jeeps in the last two yeah. years. I, we need to like mm-hmm. just be in them and do them and wheel together and have fun. Like we haven't had them together this whole summer since um, since EJS. Yeah. And oh, really? so EJ, since EJS, either Randy was getting your build done or Misfit was getting his build done or Hologram was broken. Randy broke Hologram on a truck. Hey Trailheads, it's JD. Love the show? Help us keep the rubber on the trail. Leave us a review wherever you listen and shout us out on social media. We'll be sure to return the favor. But you want to do more? Visit our Buzzsprout site and drop us a few bucks. Every dollar goes right back into making this show even better. And stay tuned. We're exploring a subscription like Patreon for exclusive goodies. So thanks for the love. Now let's get back to it. she hadn't been with a driver jeep for a while yeah, yeah. yeah. so they, i decided to take her heart in an obstacle and it was not yeah. it, it's like Again, and, and he's yelling out the window that's our commuter that's our grocery getter <laughs> stop it at the end of today's I episode i'll tell you all about my stupid witch's staircase and broke it worse <laughs> oh there you go that well see at least that's that's a respectful break i will give that to you at least it's on yeah, a, an it, actual obstacle <laughs> It was a funny one. <laughs> I was I thought I was in Misfit and I took the two door up it. <laughs> he forgot. Like I'm sitting my he, no, I'm not kidding. I'm sitting in the driver's seat of Dem and I'm watching him approach and I'm like, he thinks he's a misfit. And I like literally my radio fell off the thing and I'm trying to oh. grab it to tell him to stop because I could tell how he was driving hologram that it wasn't hologram that he was driving. Right. And all of a sudden, he's on this obstacle on a two-door. Like he's so used to that wheelbase, and he was like oh, jumping I... jack. It was the scariest. I was like, no. <laughs> I ended up gassing out of it to yeah, keep myself did. from tipping over, and I then ended up front end smashed down so hard the steering wheel is stuck upside down after that, and it can only turn about twenty four degrees. <laughs> oh, he killed the truck. Right? He killed all kinds. Of yeah, stuff. it destroyed it was... a lot of stuff. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I know that story too. Yeah. That sounds like yeah. Yeah. it oh, can be. So, like, yeah, you go from like I went from the my the yeah. gladiator that's built super tough to hologram thirty seven. Like, those things are long. Yeah. that was my big long. I'm used to how long it is. It's just so long. Totally different wheelbases. Like, yep. yeah, because that's what I could tell. Is I'm like he's approaching it like he has a longer wheelbase. There's just no way that he thinks that he's going that way. Like I don't know what he's doing, and I just like started freaking out. I couldn't tell him to stop. I'm pretty sure your radio falling was a, was a pretty uh, oh shit moment. I had a 
heart attack. You should have heard me. I was screaming from the car trying to get him to stop. Oh, is that the? No, I think I saw that. Did you post that video to, to Instagram? I feel like you did. There's no video of it because okay. he just went. And then I couldn't that? like even function fast but enough. But I did do it. something. I took the two-door down Mickey's hot tub. <laughs> that was awesome. Too. And getting it out of the hot tub, I don't know. I haven't, I'm not, I haven't, I don't wheel this Jeep a lot, right? So if this was the Gladiator, that that's a bait, that's a walk in the park. But the two-door, I don't know if it's going to tip or if it's going to make it. <laughs> you yep. go either way right there. And so I yep. ended up pulling cable after, uh, I should, they shouldn't have stopped me. I don't think if, I think if they wouldn't have stopped me, we would have went straight up. But I actually got to the point where I'm like, this feels way light. Let's just pull the cable now. <laughs> oh my God. Funny story. Um, the first time light bright ever went out uh before they were light bright they were still just kevin and Brittany. uh there was their literally their first time wheeling was with me on hell's revenge and on porcupine rim uh that we uh, on one weekend <clears throat> and they did mickey's hot tub and i just like ah, i don't think i want to with my two-door and i'm so glad in hindsight that i didn't because i think i would have been in that same scenario and those guys didn't have a winch <laughs> <laughs> i I let myself get talked into it, and I shouldn't have. I was like, no. This is the best part about it. He has his delusional reviews. He's the one who said, I don't know if you want to be able to call you on this. You should be able to call you on this shit real time. And he's like, no, I'm going to take hologram. Like, he didn't, there was no talking of it to it. He just said, I should have took Jam on it and left hologram alone. That wasn't the demise of hologram, that trip. It was an hour later. That sounds about right. All right. Uh, Randy, so what about yourself? Um, so we've been wheeling about three years, and then I have Jem, and she is a 2020 JL four-door, and she's on 40s, tons, 14-inch coilovers. She's a beast. She's so much fun. Like, she's, oh, like, the she's, perfect yeah. wheel. She's, like, she, she's my dragon. Like, everybody talks about how they're, like, it, I mean... Everybody's like, well, they're kind of like your horse. Like, you get to know them and all this stuff. And I'm like, it's not a horse. It's my dragon. So <laughs> it, she's a good time. She's a, she's she's makes me feel like a superhero sometimes. She does all the work for me. So, yeah, awesome. it's fun. I love it. I, I think the reason – the for me, it's about hanging out with this guy. And we yeah. do it together and learning it together. It's been really fun for us, like, to – figure this whole thing out like a lot of our couple friends like the husband wheels and then the wife starts and then it's kind of complicated you know it's like they they're and we were stupid together so we were we couldn't get mad at each other when we were stupid so it was kind of awesome to like i mean and that's that's the the moment you get yeah everybody gets a moment to act and look stupid doing it yep that's awesome (laughs) exactly so no we had a lot of fun and we we will Almost every weekend. I mean, I, if we can, we try to get out. It's just our outlet. I'm a hairdresser, and I love my job. I've been doing it for 25 years. That's fine. And I deal with a lot of people, and so being alone in my car and just in my, like, to get out of my thoughts and my things, it's just, it's healing for me, and it, like, kind of makes me better when I go back to work and stuff. So that's really it for me. I just love, it's yep. like, it's my therapy. <laughs> that's awesome. What do you do during the day, Pope? I'm a software engineer during the day. So I I work for Broadcom and I work in the cybersecurity part called Semantic that used to be part of Norton. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
working. So it's kind of a, it's a real fun job. I've been there for so many years. When the company I bought, I started at a few years ago has been bought like five, six times. And every time it's been good for us to get bought. Yeah. I, so, I work in cable TV and that's kind of how it's been for me over the years. Yeah. Been it's, the uh, lately. It, it's fun, but the wheeling definitely is the therapy that mm -hmm. is needed. I actually outside doing something that's fun and getting exercise and, solving problems that are different than the stupid bits on the screen. So, oh, so exactly. it's great times. Uh, Jason, uh, Jason JKU one second. And, uh, we'll talk with you, Jason Ruby red. What do you do during the week? During the week work. besides work? Oh, because right. I, I work, work yeah. so many hours. It's insane. Yeah. Um, but, uh, besides that I have, um, I have so many hobbies that I can't even keep up with with all my hobbies besides just I guess attending to my Jeep in general. Um if you see behind me, I have a drum kit. I'm a musician, so I I've been playing drums and guitar for about 25 years at this point. Um but yeah, I do a bunch of stuff. I play hockey. What is your day job? Um yeah, I have so many hobbies. Oh, thank you very much. I'm a police That's officer, awesome. actually. Yeah, I, I, I used to keep it, uh, to be honest with you, I used to keep it a little hush-hush on social media. But after, I mean, I'm, I'm over 10 years in, and after having my account for six years, yeah. people already know. A lot of people already know, even though I don't I really say it. You know, but, I tell people yeah, all the time. So I basically, that's what I do. And as long as you just kind of you try to keep those two worlds a little bit separate, you can still say who you, who you are and who you work for. I think that's okay. Exactly. So... Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Jason Absolutely. I agree. Carnes. Oh, hang on. Okay. Yeah. Are you still working yourself out over there? Well, I just woke up. I'm sorry. That's okay. We can come back to you in a minute. No, no, no. I'm good. I just, I drank too much, fell asleep. My <laughs> bad. That'll happen, my friend. That didn't work. Well. Lily, help me. Hang on. Give me just one second. Sure, guys. Okay. I'm going to mute you for a second while we chat. Oh, hey, Lily. They said hi, Lily. <laughs> there we go. My bad. So, it's actually, okay. thank thank Lily. She just woke me up. I'm sorry. No, I it's actually all good, man. thought I was good. Apparently, I drank too much and I fell asleep. That'll yeah. do. That'll happen. I mean, it is Friday, and I kudos to you for actually getting the weekend started before me. Yeah, it was good. All so right. So, where are you? Where are you at, man? Uh, I'm on my couch out back in the house. I I mean more in the uh the, the esoteric kind of where where are you physically located in the world? Oh, oh, I'm in Washington state up okay. in uh right now, uh, how the hell do you say this place? Puyallup. Puyallup. Puyallup, Washington. Okay. And you guys I seen you get your Instagram now. You guys have got a decent amount of wheeling there, right? Oh, yeah, there's a lot of wheeling here. It's just phenomenal. How long you been there and doing that? So I moved up here and I think it was uh, 2019. Okay. Uh, yeah, prior to that, I was out in Hawaii for uh, 21 years. That's a long time to be in Hawaii. And it, there isn't a ton of off-roading out there. I've looked. There's not. Um, you you kind of got to get in with the uh, the locals in Hawaii. And then there's a few places out there and... and the places they do have for wheeling in Hawaii are pretty phenomenal. It's a good time. Okay. That's fun. I my my wife has only been on the road to Hana and that was uh 
she said that made her her nauseous just to drive. Oh, around. yeah, yeah. You just you're banging your head off the wind or off the uh, side windows all the time. All that back and forth, back the and back forth. Back and forth, yeah. the switchback. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Ugh, it's not fun at all. Uh, so, when you would just kind of go over some of the stuff, um, we when you kind of came in, we were just kind of getting the breakdown from Randy and from Pope. That is the gem and the misfit there in the one corner. Uh, the other Jason, uh, we'll have to figure out something to call you guys. <laughs> um, the other Jason there is in New York, and we just kind of get done get done with our uh, inter- intros. And since you, you kind of got here at the good time, so uh, feel free to just kind of introduce yourself. Uh, just and give you as a side note, when this goes to edit, I'll try to get out a lot of the pauses and kind of any of the uh, weird camera angles or anything like that. All of that will get fixed later. Uh, so just kind of introduce yourself, and we'll go from there. Yeah, so I'm uh, Jason, and I'm from uh, Washington State right now, originally from Pennsylvania. Uh, I've been in the military for about 28 years. Uh, I love off-roading. Obviously, it's my life um, outside of the military. And, yeah, I like to party. Outside of that, yeah. That's awesome, man. It's in you, so about four years or so, were you? did you... trailheads quick business note before we get back to the action we've got premium ad spots open for brands that align with our love for off-roading why partner with us you'll tap into a community that's passionate engaged and growing each day plus your ads stay embedded in our episodes giving your brand enduring impact to each and every new listener who reviews our archives we're not doing this to get rich it's about sustaining high quality content at the trailhead so if you're as committed to adventure as we are, let's talk. Reach out on Instagram or leave a text or voice message at 719-408-0132. There are more details on our Facebook show notes at thetrailheadnetwork.com. All right, let's get back to the trail and roll back into today's episode. You didn't really wheel it. Did you bring a Jeep or did you get a Jeep when you came to... So, actually, my Jeep has got a lot of character. So, my Jeep was uh, purchased my third Jeep, but um, this specific Jeep, the white one, uh, was purchased in Hawaii. So, it's got some uh, it's got some Hawaii mud on it, and it made venture across the Pacific, back here to uh, Washington State, and... His wheeled here in Washington State, all the way down to Utah and California, so it's got some miles on it. Nice. And did you? Are you military, or did you pay to bring that over here? Uh, I'm military, but I still had to pay for it to come over here. Unfortunately, Ouch. they only ship one. Yeah. Ouch. How many did you have? Just two or three? So as far as vehicles, I had three vehicles. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, that'll do it then. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's a bill? What, how much does it cost to to move a Jeep across the Pacific? So across Pacific, at the time I did it, it was, I think it was uh, right around twenty two hundred dollars. I mean, it's not it's bad. Not I mean, considering, I would yeah, be, yeah, yeah, right. that's not too bad. All right, and out of all of the places you've been from the north to the south, there, California, Utah, where's your favorite place to wheel? There, Washington. No. 
Utah, by far. <laughs> Utah. Got to love those red rocks. Yeah. Right. Hollow. Got to go to Hollow. If you've never been there, you have to get there. It's like the mecca of off-roading. It's our home. We love that. Yes, I'm certainly jealous of you guys. I hope I, I uh, see you down there at Trail Hero. Oh, yeah. We'll be down there for sure, yeah. All right. We'll so be, you guys are, oh, that's awesome. And we only have two assigned up trails, and we're goofing off the rest of the time. We'll be everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Leaves in the wind. <laughs> I don't sign up for the trails. I just, yeah, whatever comes my way comes my way. And, yeah, it's always and a good time. We're doing it this time. We have a couple friends who want to be on that trail, so we decided to sign up for the Hey, can you excuse me for a second? Lily, that's my drink. Sorry. Lily keeps drinking my drink. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, awesome. All right. Well, so what we'll do in the future is I'm kind of hoping that we kind of get a core group of us that are that meet for this on a regular basis. Uh, and like I said, I give you everybody a chance to kind of dip in and out based on schedules. You know, if you guys are going to be in Trail Hero, it's going to be real hard for you to, to do any kind of recording that week. Um, and so for those kinds of things, I hope that we can kind of pull in some of those other folks around the country that aren't um, necessarily always readily available. Also, I, I'm trying to get some more ladies in here. I don't want this to be a complete sausage fest when it comes to wheelers. Uh, so oh, Here's Lily. Hey, Lily. He said How are you hi. Hi. I've seen I'm your sorry. account too. You got an account too, right? Yes. Yep. I'm sorry. I can't hear. I have I have it all in my ears right now. Here, no, I'll turn okay. it. Hey, give me one second. I'm gonna turn it turn it off. Lily, can you it fix be this? Able to it? Yeah. Um, Lily's good at this stuff. I'm not. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Can you hear us? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah, Lily's got an account, too. I've seen hers. Yeah, she's really good at this stuff. I don't think any of us would say we're good at it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely not. Well, no. since you're since you're here chatting, Lily, feel free to introduce yourself. Get them. Well, I was not part of this. Uh, thank you, Jason. You're welcome. Um, I can take you out if you don't. You don't have to be if you don't want to be. I'm not going to force you. No, I'm forcing it. He's, he's forcing me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, no, I'm just going to say hi to you guys. Um, uh, Jason was really excited about the podcast. Uh, yeah, it's Lily's fault I fell asleep. No, it's not. But yeah, I'm no, I, Lillian, I don't uh, believe him anyway. I have a, a, a gladiator with a gun. And right now it has 22 right. inch tires on it. And uh, I honestly love it. It's a beast. How do you? I don't understand how you get in it still. So inside it. What do you mean? Just step up into it. Oh, uh, not that... yeah, it's a workout every time. <laughs> I'm six six, and getting into the jeep at weird angles is enough for me. So you're six six. Yeah. Wow. You look so it makes short. It a real pain in the ass. I thanks. I think I, I try to get the. <laughs> I tried to do the selfie thing to try to make myself look thin. I think I'm going for that. I don't know if it's working or not. Yeah, actually, everybody always tells me that I look short because I'm next to my gladiator and my pictures all the time, but I'm actually, like, not short. I'm tall. I'm average size. You know what? That that that, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> all right. Awesome. All right. Well, I started this off as a podcast just because 
of that exact reason. There's all these different views from people from Washington State to New York and back. There are – part of the reason why I was trying to get more women involved is because, frankly – Randy, you guys make up about 30% of my Instagram followers, and that's about what the percentage of the off-roading community is. And I feel like that has gotten better, but still has a way to go. And doing these kinds of things helps make it easier for folks to get involved, recognize that other women are doing this stuff and don't have to feel intimidated by it at all. Absolutely. Let's see here. We'll talk about essentially off-roading. Everything that kind of comes across my Instagram feed on a day-to-day basis that I've, since I've really been pushing it for the last year or so, is the stuff I want to, I want to chat about. Now, is there anything, real quick, I'll ask you guys, is there anything that you guys, that I didn't mention there that you want to bring up and talk about on this thing on a regular basis? Well, we'll, talk, we'll be happy to talk about the events that happen out in Utah. There's a few things that happen. That'll be awesome, because you guys, well, you, and you guys are like right there in the middle of it, especially if you're doing those events on a regular basis. Yeah, and then we're we're friends with some locals down in San Hollow, so we try to go down there quite as often, quite often as you know we like it a lot there. So we try to get awesome. down there as often as we as possible. Where you guys live? Cool. And you- uh, we're in Salt Lake. We're in Salt Utah. Lake area. Salt Lake. Or Salt Lake City. Sweet. So we're in northern. Like we were saying earlier, the cool thing is, is we're about three hours from Moab, four hours to Sand Hollow, two hours to Vernal, uh, two hours to Price, an hour to the. American Fort Canyon up into like the real the like mountain mountains. We have everything from like dense forest to sand to red rock to. And that's always the thing that's that surprised me about uh, Utah is how deserty it is versus how green it is in some places. Oh, even if you well, drive you through be... their city, that's like incra- That's crazy right there, just through the yep. highway. You guys yeah, are nuts. It's the gorgeous mountains that you can see just from the highway. It's like we look at that every day. So sometimes we take it for granted even. I love how the people in Colorado are always like, yeah, I live in the mountains. And I'm like, um, you have mountains way over there. I have mountains <laughs> in my backyard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah some of us, right some of us exaggerate. Yeah. I mean, I literally <laughs> do have mountains in my backyard, but that that's a different discussion for a different day. And, but there no, are a lot of people funny. here that live in Denver and they're like, oh, yeah, I've got mountains in my no, backyard. No, Denver. I'm, like, I'm saying Denver, like Denver people, oh, they yeah. live on a plateau and their mountains are like these little teeny tiny hills over there. And I'm like. Oh, my favorite is when they live in a sky rise and then they're like, oh, yeah, we live in the mountains. I'm like, no, you don't, though. It's cute, (laughs) but you don't. That's the cool part about Utah is they have granite rocks. They have sandstone. They have, like, there's just a variety of so many. And then when you're out in Vernal, you have shell, which is so fun because it's soft and it's like you gas up everything, but the rock kind of breaks under your tires, so you get this traction that's just like you can't get anywhere in the planet. It's It's like the funnest skinny pedal place to wheel. Same out here in anyway. Utah. Utah is like you can go up with uh, street tires and still climb everything. Oh, absolutely. Yep. You can, yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, let's see. Uh, so, with the general meet the hosts out the way, um, I have more news articles than probably I'm going to do anything with this time around because we've kind of gone long on chatting with each other, which is fine by me. I'd rather have this this stuff but i saw the news article there was a fifth millionth jeep wrangler which surprises me and yet doesn't um i feel like we all put a lot of money and effort into trying to keep them alive and on the road have i had before this jeep i had a tj a 2001 tj i bought it maybe a year after it was made had about ten thousand miles on when i got it anybody else own an old jeep before they own their current monster we had jk's 
I yeah, gotta... but that's not old. They're we not want old. A Come case. on. I mean, Come on. That's not old. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I said JKs old, are not old. Yeah. But we, we're looking at buying a, like a 60s gladiator. We want to do like a another version. Like we want to do like a whole like, and we want like rear steer crazy and like just make it stupid. And that maybe rear steer, Bob the Ben like, really piss off a day. bunch of yeah. people. <laughs> are you uh, now so – would you be adding the fourth Jeep or is yeah, that oh, see and I by think the time we find the... one it might be like six <laughs> maybe that's the problem with this news article and the fact that 80 was it 80 percent of all Wranglers sold are still on the road it's because we two don't do you, you don't have any kids do you no see to dual income four Jeeps yeah that's how that works <laughs> we're actually dink wads we are dual income no kids with a dog what? Yeah, that's that's yeah. It's the Dinkwads thing came out last year, or the year before, and I think a lot of us embraced it, me and my wife included. So we're all gonna get along real well when we meet each other. Yep. I heard dual income, no kids. Can I move in? <laughs> I will be your no, because then then you become a kid, and we are no longer dual income with no kids. Oh no, I can yeah. do I can do basic maintenance. We're good. I'll, I'll, all right well, <laughs> if we can make that three income no kid we might be able to chat I, yes not... yeah. three income no kids <laughs> um let's see here oh look at that jeep's offering a lifetime customer care package at five grand in performance parts i wonder what that all includes when i when i got my jeep it was the last year that they were offering the chrysler max care warranty and I've had a transmission rebuilt. I've had a couple of other things. It's only cost me a hundred dollars every time, and it's hard to it's hard to argue with that. So if they're offering anything like that, man, they should be. Buyer was from Camden. Do you know them by any chance? I don't. Well, no, I don't. Even though Camden is literally about maybe forty five minutes from me, dense. which is funny. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't realize that. They're from Camden. Yeah. Yes. So. Uh, you know what's funny? Maybe I do know them. Like, see now you're gonna have yeah, to. I don't even realize that they purchased that Jeep. Friend, yep. Yes. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Let's see yep. Here. And let's see. I know. Did you guys? Let me. Uh, Pope Randy, did you guys hear about the GMC that was stranded at fourteen thousand feet in Colorado? I feel like that's kind of a local story. What was that? No, we didn't hear about that. So last two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, and this happens every couple couple times every year but in this case this is the first time i've ever seen anybody that tried to go up a hiking trail and they tried to go they drove uh looks like either a rented or at least a very out-of-state gmc truck that the, the trail kept going and i'm like the app did not tell you that that was a road still i'm sorry there's there's yeah there, there's no way blame it on the app, app. And, and most likely that's exactly what the cops told you when they charged you two plus grand to recover it so <laughs> tread light uh, yeah it's a tread lightly indeed it's yeah and that's and that's the thing is it's it's always these kinds of news stories that break through and the drive will pick it up or yahoo news will pick it up and the next thing you know it's all about how these terrible drivers are going out into the tundra and it's one person it's one person who's not paying attention who's obviously ignoring all of the signs telling them to turn around and then we end up with the story and and jason um 
and before you guys got here, we were talking about Black Bear Pass, and a lot of a lot of the accidents of the last few years have not been from people who were driving actively at the time. It's been from somebody who was parked too close to the edge, or they were goofing around knowingly, and it wasn't because someone just slipped a tire where they weren't supposed to. It was because they weren't they were doing something they weren't supposed to be doing. This is not going to look good. Case. By the way, this is not going to look good. But oh, I thought you were. Oh, it doesn't look here. good at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it doesn't look good at all. No, my yeah, roommate was bringing a keg of beer over here. Oh, that's all right. I'm sorry. Again, here's the nice part is I'll be able to cut and edit that out. And I'll make people to show, I'll show that in the outtakes. All right. Just for you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they they said that the estimated cost uh, started at $1,600. It was probably more than that. Apparently, they had to take a 12,000-pound a track up there to get it and basically pull it back. Expensive, stupid, and don't do it. I, I, just, I don't understand why this is a big situation. This guy went for at least six miles on a single track. Like he had no business being where he was. Um, and then that brings us all the way back to Black Bear. You guys all heard this story, right? The Black Bear Pass story from the last few weeks with the 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 sheriff closed. had it closed and then it was open, but it was kind of closed, but it was kind of open. Yeah. Okay. We heard about that. So we were actually planning you... on doing it while we were in Montrose. And then our, and then it kind of, that story came out that that wasn't, it wasn't actually open. Yeah. And I, you know, it's fun. I should have looked it up and I, I did not check before we started recording today to see whether or not it's actually open. I just kind of picked up from this news article I know that um, I should probably start off by saying I have a couple of biases about this article. I, I feel a certain way about uh, how this sheriff has conducted himself with regards to this trail. But if you're not familiar, there was this season, uh, this last season, the snow was pretty rough in the high country for Colorado, especially around the areas of the San Juan Mountains where Black Bear passes. And the problem is that a lot of tourists do these trails and they don't necessarily always check trail conditions before they get out there. And this somebody went out there with a group and they op- they tried to open the trail themselves, essentially bypassing some of the snow, digging some of the snow out and going on what the sheriff would later say was a closed road or a closed trail. And then that's kind of where some of the it gets a little less fun the the Shen, bill masters came out and called called them irresponsible drivers labeling them as ass clowns and he wasn't just talking about these guys he was actually referring to pretty much i think he feels like that is everybody that goes up on black bear pass i don't he's never been a friend the, to the, the off-road families. community yeah, he doesn't mind the hikers. He'll, you know, they'll post the, the sheriff's county page. will talk about sour rescues till the cows come home for hikers that don't seem to affect the taxpayer in any way, shape, or form. But he'll complain hard about these guys. Uh, they didn't even attempt to close the gates, as far as I know. Uh, and then, you know, it, you get online and you start hearing some of the some of the chatter, even from some of the other podcasts that I was, I was listening to. I'm like, you guys, I, I get. This guy in the Nissan did something stupid. Like, don't get me wrong. He he went around snow. He went somewhere he shouldn't have been. But there's the other side of it there. Like, is the county have any responsibility to notify the public better, post signs at the trailhead, uh, put gates up? What do you guys think? I think that if you're going to go out, you should check the conditions in the area. So I kind of feel that way. But I also feel like... It was so gray. Like I had heard all over the place that it was open 
And then when I heard this story, I went and looked at the page and I was like, oh, well, it's clearly closed. I mean, we, we have, we have so many mountains close to us. Like we have American Fork and we've not been able to get up there. So we just checked the page to see if it's even open. So I think if you're going to go into an area, you don't know, check. But if it's closed, there's a gate. But if there's a closed, there should be a gate. I mean, if they really are good, I mean, that's a scary road that if they're like, if there's washouts and things and people shouldn't be up there, it's a safety concern. You should (laughs) gate it off. So like there's, I see two sides to this story, but I think that in the off-road community, check first, make sure that you know it's open. But second of all, if you're in an, if, if they want it to be closed and it is a scary road, if there's going to be washouts and stuff, you don't want people up there. You should put a gate on it. I would, I would tend to agree, yeah. Uh, fact that if you get into something, you pretty much know you shouldn't be in it. Turn the hell around. Right. That too. And there is yeah. that as well. I, I think there's too much of that in these situations, yeah, <laughs> yeah, where people to get themselves in and they didn't need to in the first place. I feel like a lot of people that get themselves in that situation too tend to want to, I mean, not to put a bad name with people wanting to wheel by themselves, but it. I, I, I feel like from personal experience, well, not me personally, but just like things I've heard and friends and buddies, it's just like people make bad decisions and they decide to do it by themselves and then they get stuck in a situation and they're wheeling and by themselves. I, as and a person stuck. who wheels almost exclusively alone, I, and we'll talk about that in a different podcast in another day, but there, that is a legitimate argument to be made. Not, not to mention the second vehicle, just kind of, you know, temper your reaction and, and kind of make sure that you're approaching these things with a logical head, not trying to get out of something or do something stupid. I, I, I think my only thing about that, and real quick, Jason and Lily, do you guys have anything that you wanted to talk about specific to the Black Bear Pass situation? I honestly, me and Lily have been uh, moving for the past uh, two and a half, three weeks. So we okay. haven't been keeping very current on things. So I apologize. That's for- okay. But I will tell you, just listening to you guys, um, if you're going to wheel alone, then my opinion, you have to have some experience and know your limits. Outside of that, you should not be wheeling alone. No, there's a lot to talk about and a lot to unpack in that question. And you're right. Um, And there's there's limits around what I will do alone and what I won't do alone. Uh, we go out with a satellite and some other safety measures in place to make sure that we're not completely alone out there, if you will. But yeah, it, it's it's definitely a question. But I, I think it's more to Randy's point is that there's a lot of folks that don't either know where to check, they don't know how to check, or they just don't want to check. And I'm not naive to the fact either. If uh, they put gates in, someone's going to cut the lock. Yeah, exactly. Well, someone's gonna I, cut really, the lock. I really think when it comes to alone wheeling, I think the ones that usually – are the ones that everybody's talking about or the ones that just don't know. They just don't know. It's, yep. it's yeah, and it's usually fresh. It's usually green people to the sport, uh, folks that aren't have not gotten themselves in those kinds of situations yeah. before, and they find themselves <laughs> in the worst possible situation the first time. Yeah, they're, they're the people who just bought a Jeep, and they're like, oh, everybody told me I can go wherever I want, and then they do it, and they're like, okay, maybe there's more to it than this, and it's too late. Yeah. Those YouTube guys showed me how to do it, and it was easy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, somebody showed me how to shift into four wheel drive. I can do all of this now. No, you can't. I can do that, right? That's yeah. easy. Yeah. But it um, seems to be a common mentality. I have four wheel drive. I need to take this this vehicle on a trail, yeah. and then that's how you end up with your uh, Jeep Renegades in the middle of Sand Hollow. Yes. Yeah. But I, 
and it, I'm it, looking at it. Yeah, they get good gas mileage, right? Yeah, they do really good gas mileage. Yeah, just don't take it on Hell's Revenge. I think is what we're saying, Jason. That's that's. <laughs> oh, I would try that. You could probably take it on Hell's Revenge. Actually, you don't need clearance for that. I mean, I've seen, you, you I've could technically. I, that was probably a terrible example, on. but yeah, I'd probably do fins and things and Hell's Revenge, but it wouldn't do metal match. Oh, everybody can do fins. I, my wife has only done the first. Uh, the first fifth of it before she bailed she, she bailed out the first exit she just did not like the up and down she's like i feel like i'm gonna fall over and i'm like we're not going anywhere it's a half ton vehicle we're, we're upside down those loopy uh, loops in my... moab that get you every time <laughs> i you know what it's it's the blue sky that does it for her and i uh, it's the blue sky syndrome she hates anything where she gets up on a rock and she can't see over the hood she can't see she can't see in front of her essentially so i get it that's kind of that's part i enjoy though so that's me uh all right uh we will so next time let's talk about uh let's i want to do a trail highlight on each one of these um and jason in new york you got you may not have a trail highlight you maybe you want sometime you want to talk about rosh uh, or after you've made a trip out this way we can talk about a trail that you want to highlight that you've done new york um, this will be you from new york yeah. not yeah i I'm I'm in uh yeah I'm oh, in upstate yeah I'm in I'm in New York. <laughs> uh well uh, so that's that's up for debate but um yeah so I'm originally from New York City, but uh, I moved to Rockland County which is pretty much an hour and a half from New York City. I like to disassociate a lot of people including myself like to disassociate ourselves from New York City itself. So we say we're upstate because we're out of the five boroughs to, of the county of New York City. Uh, okay, but yeah, yeah, I guess I'm originally yeah, from Pennsylvania. I, mean, I was I was gonna make a joke and be like, "What are you from Spanish Harlem? You got some good trails there, or what?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I grew up in Queens, and it's just that there's no there there's like I was telling JD, there's there's no places to wheel out here. It just sucks. Is Roch Creek is the most the closest place that I have to where I am officially, and that's like about three and a half hours from where I live. So it's I've been there. It's just. Uh, very we, we got to get you to the West Coast. We got to get you to the West. Let's go. Absolutely. I pulled up on Google Maps from where my, you know, from my location. Here it is. One day in six hours to from where I live to Moab. I'm so jealous oh, of you guys day? being that's so close to Moab. That's, that's easy. I don't, I don't know if you know. I know. Uh, I know. <laughs> Wide load. Wide load. Um, JT. Dave. Yeah. So. So Dave, he's, uh, he's got the Sounds big familiar. gladiator. With he was one of the first ones that had the uh, Bob Bed from Motoville. Yeah, um, he's from yeah. Uh, he's from upstate New York, and um, okay, he, yeah. he made the venture out to Moab this past year. We we talked for like months, and finally I got him convinced. And I I tell you what, if I see any more pictures from that goddamn Moab trip with him, I'm just gonna be like, bro, <laughs> go go wheel something else. But I'm telling you what, he had the pictures. time of his life. I'm telling you, that one day travel is amazing. And yeah. reach out to him. He will tell you everything. Yeah. It's worth it. You have to come out. It's amazing. Well, we'll try to find you, Jason. We'll try to find you somebody. Yeah, absolutely. This podcast. Maybe you can uh, double up and you guys can both rent a trailer and split it. Hell yeah. yeah we, have, we met, we met uh, Maka. Yeah, absolutely. That's... There in upstate New York. We took him out to Moab. We took yeah, we took them oh, to yeah. Moab I'm familiar and, with them, yeah. uh, did Hell's Revenge and Fins and Things with them. And uh, 
yeah, that was a lot of that was a lot of fun. They drove out here across the whole country, did Highway Six, stopped around. <laughs> it was like a hell of a trip, and they were living out of their gladiators. For a month. That's awesome. For a month. Oof. Uh, that's stinky. And, you know, the gladiator oh. seats are comfy if you have the like nice leather ones. And, and that tells you how slow <laughs> gladiators <laughs> are. It took them a month to get from New York all the way up. <laughs> Ooh, shots fired. <laughs> He, he stayed out for a month and he went, he did Colorado, Utah. Like I, if you come out here, you should do like a two week and like do all of Utah or like do a little bit of Colorado. And then like, cause you could do Colorado, hit Moab and then go down to Sound Hollow. Like you could totally like do all the yeah. areas. You can get a good feel of each state three or four days per yeah. and then kind of head on back. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's definitely, um, Ultimately, that's definitely a, a bucket awesome. list item for me, 100%. All right. Well, let's see here. What else? Uh, so, yeah. So, if you guys have a trail, um, I'm looking for Lily. If you, if you decide to join us on a regular basis, I would love to, Jason, You, I would love for you guys to share some stuff out in Washington. Um, I know one of our trails off-road per people is out there in Idaho, um, but I don't necessarily know what's up there in Washington. I, I haven't really taken a really good look up there, so I'm looking forward to anything you guys have to share in the future. Yeah, we can definitely do that. And Lily, are you going to share us on a uh, – sorry, I've been taking a little bit too much. Um, yeah, it's all right. You got to be careful how you phrase that because that could get real weird real fast. Yeah. <laughs> are you going to be with us? Yeah, sure. I can join you guys. Okay. okay. <laughs> That's awesome. You don't have to every time. Uh, this is like this is an in and out thing. So if you guys can't um, show up for an event, just, just don't worry about it. Uh, so if you've got a highlight for me, uh, shoot it to me ahead of time. Uh, mine's going to be Argentine the next time. We'll talk about that next time. Like I said, we, we spent a lot of time chatting amongst each other, and I'd much rather keep it in that arena. Uh, but for our listeners, uh, in the going forward on future podcasts, you guys are going to get a you guys will get a better idea of the trails that we have in our individual areas we're going to give you a highlight from each one of our areas probably focus on one each week uh, maybe two depending on how much time we have i'm good i got monster and jaeger so i can keep going all night <laughs> <laughs> hey i mean i i'll take some i'll take some monster um no yeah uh, jason's got to get out of here soon so he doesn't get in trouble with his significant other too yeah i've got the in-laws uh, coming in so now? i've got to i've right. got to actually head out I yeah do. yeah i'm just much. gonna yeah i'm uh, gonna head out we'll now yeah see you obviously on the next time and then um nice to meet you guys i appreciate it i'm looking forward to nice the to podcast for sure 100 percent I keep saying 100. percent Can you, can you can like actually, edit that yeah, out? No, I, I said 100 percent about I like a thousand times. Part of I don't know why. Him say, make him say a thousand percent. Throw in a couple I mean, thousand. I, a thousand percent. I hate to tell yeah. you, what uh, what Randy and Pope don't know is that when a million percent we met before, I was telling them, that's a George Carlin voice doing our intro, and that's just because I used an AI voice editor to make that. So yeah. don't don't I can make it happen. <laughs> I'm sure. Right, I, I trust you Thanks on that. Lot, man. Yep. I'll see you guys. You. Thank you guys so much. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll see you. Uh, Likewise. See you guys. That's awesome, man. I got that oh, same Jeep sign you got behind you. That's my sign. You know, it's not the uh, my sign. Who is it? Michaels? No, the Jeep one. Michaels or Hobby Lobby? Yeah. One of those two guys That's that always sell those things. You don't go to those places. It's my sign. It's not your sign. <laughs> oh, I. <laughs> I think I bought that in the middle of COVID. I think I was. I was spending way too much money online, so I'm like, yeah, let's buy more crap I don't need. That'd be yeah, awesome. I don't, I don't remember where I got it, but it's it, not it, your it sign. It is mine. It's not your sign. <laughs> okay. Jeez. Sorry, guys. 
<laughs> That's all right. All the time. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's skip the the land use stuff as well, since we kind of we touched on the Black Bear Pass stuff. Uh, this will leave us plenty of stuff to talk about next time. Since we're doing this podcast for the first time, what is it that you guys would tell a first timer out on the trail that they needed to have on their Jeep in their in their bag? What is it that is the first and most essential thing before they put wheels on dirt the first time? Uh, we'll start with Jason. All right, so <clears throat> most people are going to say a winch automatically. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say that they need at least some uh, D-rings, some shackles, and a kinetic rope. At a minimum, they need those two things. I don't know how many times I've been out on that trail that somebody gets hung up and they're like, I don't know what to do. And it's like, well, do you have uh, any type of kinetic rope? Do you have anything? No. Or or they'll have a kinetic rope and they don't have any shackles. No soft shackles, no D-rings, nothing. It's like, yeah. So Nothing to actually make a connection with. Yeah, exactly. So if they have those at a minimum, that's okay. You know, if you're going to be by yourself. See, this is the part where I get uh, I get upset about it. Everybody talks about, you need a winch. Well, if you're wheeling by yourself, yeah, you need a winch. And if you get hung up, if you get hung up in a real extreme place, which a new person, odds are hung up in a really extreme place is probably not the case. If, If at least they had a kinetic rope and some soft shackles, somebody can pull them out. But it's like, come on, yeah. you got to have those at the bare basics. Like that, that, that's, that's like, that should be your first thing. If you're going to go on a trip anywhere, if you're going to go off road, you're going to, you're going to go on dirt. You need those. That's yeah, my opinion. Point. Yeah. I went to a mall without a winch. Yeah. I mean, Lily, <laughs> I mean, you don't need a winch. yeah, well, we did it. You don't need a winch for Moab. I'll, we, I'll agree with you. <laughs> so I would Someone, tell you, someone's going to come by in Moab or San Hollow usually. So Lily did do Pritchett Canyon without a winch. But we did it because I just rebuilt her gladiator. I was going to be with her. And I was like, you don't need to winch right now. She had a rusted up steel cable. And I was like, just just leave that off. It looked like shit. (laughs) So I was like, don't put that on there. I got you. But outside of that, I mean, she did Pritchett Canyon with no winch. So, yeah. All right. What about you, Lily? Anything? are Are you in that same boat? Yeah, I mean, like, if you're starting off-roading, like, uh, earlier you guys were talking about, you know, people that go off-roading by themselves. Uh, I'm a person that started off-roading without any, like, off-roading friends, like, they wanted to start learning. Don't look at me that way. So, it's like, I didn't even know that I needed to wear down my tires. I didn't know I needed to um, disconnect my soy bars. I didn't know anything like that. And, like, you know. You go out there and you think your Jeep is going to be able to do all those things, like flex, like you're supposed to flex as a Jeep, right? So, like, yep. you know, going off-roading, uh, all the things they said, yes, you don't really need a, uh, a winch, but yes, you need, like, the and, tools. And they, the t- it can do a lot. Those yeah. Jeeps can do a lot, but yeah. they're not. The tools they, it, too. It's a lot of it's driver, yeah. yeah. Air down, disconnect the server bars, they, those little things. <laughs> the little things, right? All yeah. right. Oh, liquid death. You're good. I used to think that was alcohol, and then I found out. Yes, yeah, so I don't feel bad. I had to get. I get. I had to get told. I love drinking it at work because it trips people out. They have to take a second glance. I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, I'm sorry, Randy. Go ahead. Um, if it's your first time out, like 
I think bring somebody who knows what they're doing, like you were saying. Like I think like it's yes. like I mean when we first started you know, milling, the first thing we did is we hired somebody in Moab to take us out. Wow. We don't know this stuff. Okay. We don't know yeah. like I mean, I think it's really important to like like you were saying, don't go out by yourself, but like I think go out with people who are equipped and know what they're doing so you can learn what things you need. Like over time That's... our kit is bigger and bigger and bigger and we take so many things. We take everything that you um, could possibly need, but what you need. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have added a lot of things need, and removed a lot of things over the years. <laughs> it's just, it's like, we know if we bring it, we won't need it. So, But you know what? It, that, just, that's a perfect, that's, that's perfect. Because, you know, if you bring everything you think you need, we bring everything we think we need. And you go out wheeling as a group somebody's got what you need. Yeah. Yep. I feel like, I feel like I'm going to get a lot of shit on this podcast about being a, wheel, a lone wheeler, yeah. Well, yeah. that time that one of your friends brought a van. And oh, yeah. Per, per, perfect example oh, yeah. Is, is I blew a serpentine belt, and I didn't have a spare with me. Some people be like, oh, my God, you didn't have one with you. I'm like, yeah, I didn't have a serpentine belt. I didn't have... I did. I also didn't have a Pentastar 3.6 liter engine in my back seat to swap out. But, <laughs> but somebody just you? What? I thought somebody, it was just just, just me then. Yeah, All right. But you know what? Somebody on the trail with us was like, "Hey, this happened to me before," and he happened to have us a, a serpentine belt with him, and that got me off the trail. It was it was perfect. Yeah. It was phenomenal. Yeah. Our friend the Rubicina has two or three serpentine belts for the for the for the his motor type. Sweet, I'm gonna wheel with him because even though I went through that, I still have an extra one with me. Yeah. See, and like we were people. saying, we we have radiator hoses because we've had that problem before. <laughs> well, and, I, and we're never carried, gonna have a problem with a radiator hose because I carried one. a serpentine belt on my TJ for that exact reason because I blew one and I knew that it could happen again on that particular. Randy team, has an so. extra serpentine belt for Jen uh, in the back. I'm big. I'm big, a, on, I'm big on huge ass control arm bolts and nuts i got all those so if you guys need one of those let me know <laughs> well, I, just, I need a new right. control was... arm <laughs> yeah. well Sorry, shit we were say, like Randy? we were wanting to bring as after the last trip we did to colorado we're like damn we need to bring like a spare drive shaft <laughs> <laughs> spare. it gets real pricey if you want to get real spared up yeah exactly yeah. but that, well, that's, that's what the makes you part laugh about the off-road like, community right is like there's so many of us. It's like you could be on a trail and, and you don't have to be with somebody, but you could break yeah. something and just say, holy shit, I need this. And then somebody on the trail with you is like, you know what? I know somebody that's here. They're not on this run with us, but I know that they have this part and they're just down here. And, and it all works yeah. out. That's why I love the. I have never been turned down assistance on a trail. I have never turned down assistance on a trail. Yeah, and it. I mean, it feels awesome. So I, I mean, I don't have no problem. There was, uh, we were. I was on a trail near here. Uh, actually, not near here. It was a little bit further up north. And the guy just ran out of gas. I'm like, well, then I got a spare tank. I've got plenty to get home. So it's the little things. Yes. So, um, Pope, what about you, Randy? By the way, that was awesome. I that's. I hadn't. I didn't even think about that as a potential. Just have yeah. a, a person that knows what the hell it is they're doing. Exactly. So then you know what to bring later, right? Like you're only going to learn over time. Like it's just. Well, like... and the, at the very least, if you get yourself into trouble, you have somebody with that experience you don't have yet. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
Um, I would, I totally agree with the, the soft shackle and kinetic rope, but I also think that you, people underestimate airing down, like oh, for yeah. real, like I mentioned that being able to being able to air down and have that nice soft ride while you're driving and oh. extra traction. Like if you if you're just going on a dirt road, like uh, you know yeah. some some sort of a slightly bumpy road, just airing down on that's going to make a big difference. If you go from like 37 where you normally keep your Jeep to 20, um, we usually the dirt road go down 15, 12, and when we're on rock crawly stuff, we're like five, six, maybe eight at the most. You know, yep, it just, same. but it's it's all about comfort and traction, and that's and where you're at, and where you're at. But it doesn't matter if you have good traction if someone can't pull you out. <laughs> so you got to <laughs> yeah, be able that's... to get out. And the bare minimum is the kinetic rope. We've used the kinetic rope more than we've used the winch by a long ways. And I, I think you guys have sold me on the kinetic. I, <laughs> I, 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 I've known I needed to add one for a while, but as a person, like I said before, and we'll talk more about it in a different episode. But hey, I'll, I'll tell you what, too. Do, do your research on the kinetic because you can get some ones that are just not so good, and then you get ones that are just phenomenal. Oh, no, I know the guys that sell them here. And, like, I, I live in Colorado. That's that's the one good thing about it is that I, I buy a lot of these guys who make this stuff. So it's really great to get a chance to meet them at the local events and stuff. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's really been more about uh, just I've had some other concerns going on here. But, and yeah, I guess it, you guys blew me out of the water because my first one is always a winch. But to Jason's point, it's largely because I wheel a lot by myself. Um, mm -hmm. And I need – I know that – having that self-recovery and that ability to get myself out of those situations is really important, not just to me, but to my wife who would probably divorce me if I didn't actually <laughs> have that. So, yeah, I mean, we've been in some super sketchy stuff where you needed one or more winches to pull everything out. I mean, that's the nature of how we wheel now, but yeah, when you're just starting out, that's, that's the not very likely that you're going to be that way. You might get stuck in some mud and be grateful you have a winch to help pull you back out of it. Uh, but yeah. you're not going to be like, tipped over and doing like a triangle of death style recovery with multiple winches going on. We've done those. That's, but how, we, I, that's not that's normal. How I feel right there is like new, new, uh, newcomers. They're not going to be in a position. And if they are, they probably should not be in this sport because they just surpassed all the fear factors that keep them safe. No. Well, and also, like, are too. they even going to be able to know how to use that winch? Like, that it might be more dangerous to have one when you're newer because do you even really know how to use it if you don't even know what you're doing out on the track? Very like, true. To be honest, Very true. Mm -hmm. yeah, like, do you have... even know how to turn the thing on? Do you know how to use the thing? Like, are you going to, like, take out a yeah, tree I... or a rock that you And don't most know, of us like... can caveman our thoughts around a tug rope and to towing someone out with a rope. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would. I, I think that the problem there is that you and I, Pope, we, we have that engineering brain. I think that we always work in that. And we, we've got lines and stuff going on that shouldn't be going on for most people. But yeah, I think you're right. I feel like this this right here, this discussion right here is probably going to get a shit ton of comments. It's like, you guys Good, are so that's... stupid. You have to have a winch. I'm like, yes, you probably should. We're not saying you shouldn't. We're just saying yeah. you should probably. We're just we're saying what's number first. one, right? Exactly. You should probably get what lockers first, one? you know, like get some yeah. lockers. Like, I, you know, <laughs> those fifty-inch light bars though are lockers really important lights. for everybody. Yeah. No, it's lights before lockers. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> I'm glad you followed it up with that was a joke. Get a smiley face light bar first. 
<laughs> I already had kidding, lockers right? before I got the smileys, okay? <laughs> That's all. Hey, I had angry eyes on my Jeep for actually up until now. Uh, they are, the, the angry eyes are being retired, uh, assuming that I get my Jeep back. You know, I have this, to say I'm very uh, so we proud. we all make decisions. I'm very proud I never put angry eyes on my Jeep. <laughs> and I, and I have to a quick story, well, if you guys don't mind. And he's going to be mad at me, but I don't care. Um, uh oh there's actually a guy that I know that wheels and he's pretty extreme. He's uh, adventures by night. Um, oh, I love oh, him. We love Dominic. Yeah. We know love what he Dom. Dom? He's like, Oh, I love him. I'm trying to Dom, convince him to get a, uh, an adventure cat. Dom rocks. Dom rocks the like angry the eyes. angry eyes or gladiator <laughs> grill or whatever. Yeah. And mm -hmm. when the first time I wheel with that cat, he was like calm, cool and collective and he's pretty extreme. And I was like, this guy's got an Look, I, I tell people all the time, I don't care what you wheel. I don't care what you put on it. I don't care what kind of ridiculous paint you, job that you put on it. You know why he wheels what? with that? Why? To throw you off? No, because people keep talking shit about it. And he's like, bring it. I mean, <laughs> I, I was going to get rid of them three years ago. But then I'm like, I these are two people like giving them shit. Like, it's just amazing how much people, they, they really enjoy it. The well, only reason like the I decided to. Yeah. You've got the gladiators. They hate the gladiator, and it, he eats it up. He's like, bring it, bring it. Tell me yeah. how it's not a Jeep and I can't go over rocks. And they hate how I rock hate. crawl with it and don't camp with it. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know if you guys see my uh, my Instagram reel, but gladiators aren't Jeeps. It's like a, it's like a truck. So we have, yeah, we have the Oh, boy. We, and now we apparently have an internal problem. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> His is not a truck. His is a rock princess. There is not a couch that and he's going to put in the back of it. There is nothing. Like, there, we have and to, there like, is clear that. Out yeah. Jim to go get shit because his Jeep's not going to cover it. Like, it's not like it's not a truck. It's a well, princess. It's, it's, like, how long is your bed truck. now? Four foot long? How long is that truck? Yeah, about four, four foot long. Yeah, about four foot long. Yeah. So we have to I, borrow the neighbor's truck to go get a. a I am two and a half feet taller than your truck that is long. Yeah, you couldn't lay in it. <laughs> no, you couldn't lay in it. Although I think it, it would be a, a fun taunt to put uh, one of those car top tents on the back of the <laughs> motorcycle and then go take it to the Rubicon just to kind of be like, look, I can overland too, jackholes. <laughs> I'm telling you, at the very least, we could probably do something with the green screen. I'm telling you. No. I'm, te I'm teasing the overland people, but I, I, I really, I, there's no wrong way to build these gladiators. No. There's no, no, no wrong way to build Jeeps. And I just over, found the... something I like a lot with it, and I've decided to make the best possible rock crawler that you can make. And that's, that's all you got to do. My gladiator. Uh, do. I know we need to get. Uh, now I know you, yeah. so why we need to get the gladiators out together. Yep. Yeah. Well, my gladiators. Get our other. Get our friend Josie with her gladi. The what? My gladiator started as an overlander, so the first time I built my gladiator, it was set up for overlanding, and that was the plan to yeah. overland with it. And the problem is, like, uh, we were trying to off-road it with a really heavy with an overlander. Tan on. Yeah, that was the issue. Mm -hmm. yep. And then it's like, yes, you can off-road and overland at the same time, but you can't fully do the both. You can't fully do the two of them. Yeah. So no, right. you can't. I you disagree. Can't. One way or the other. I actually disagree with what she just said, and I'll pay for that later. But um, <laughs> no, you can build anything to do anything, but it's very difficult to build something that's going to do both. Um, yeah. And with hers, 
it's a pretty pricey adventure to try to build a dual purpose rock crawler. Um, what do you call that? Overlanding. 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 What do you call it? Um, <laughs> if you're going to do that, that gets pretty pricey. I mean, the amount of money you're going to have to invest in that rear suspension to try to do right. rock crawling. Exactly. Yeah, it's just, it's just, you, you basically need to get like triple bypass shocks in the back so that it can yeah. hold itself and up. I mean, triple bypass shocks are normally reserved for, I'm going to fast run through the desert. Uh -huh. But at the yep. same time, you need that stuff if you're going to try to stack a, I don't know, how, how heavy is it? It was shit? really, really heavy. Like, top. Oh, well, then you have that top weight. I can't imagine trying to crawl. and like That's the top heavy weight. aspect of it would be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you just got to be efficient. And like Lily, she met me and it was like, I ain't fucking sleeping in a tent. I'm going to sleep in my camper that goes in my well, truck. We're good. I also <laughs> think, and I, I think there's a lot of us that, like I know with my TJ, I had a lot of bad advice on my first build because I didn't know what I was doing. And it, honestly, I probably still have my TJ if I hadn't gotten that bad advice because I would have been able to keep it longer term because I would have been able to spend money elsewhere and things. Uh, that's something we could talk about at a different time. Yeah, yeah. So it's The Jeep it's you let get away, minutes. right? Oh, I still miss it. I I know it got sold locally. I know I still look for it every once in a while. I know I'm going to see it on a trail someday, and then I'm going to be really jealous that they have it, not me. Hey, did you have Dick's Epic rims or wheels? Sorry, it depends on what part of the nation you're in, whether it's a rim or a wheel. No. I just got that because I had them, and I feel really weird about it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we should get into that or not. I <laughs> no, there actually was a time back in the day where like everybody had these Dick's Epic uh, wheels. I almost said rims again because I'm northeast, but um, yeah, they, everybody who's who will listen to this is like they probably know when I say Dick Sepic fucking wheels, they're gonna know which ones those are. Yeah, everybody. Has. That's awesome. It just shows my. So, and <laughs> oh, don't feel bad. I, I I know I look like I'm 25, but I'm actually 43. So Jesus, you're old, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I don't feel like I don't I don't feel good about it. I'm not no, the beard the beard makes you look young, man. Yeah. See, and here I've I'm glad because you got the opposite problem I, I, I do. On camera, I don't it, see any silver or anything. Oh, there's a little bit here, but it's it's, it's kind of that uh, it's that very distinguished gray right now. It, it, it won't be for much longer. I feel like it's going away. I think that's all you need, Pope. We just need a little bit of that just for men. No, no. Pope, Pope is like, fuck, he just looks pimp. Uh, he looks boss. I mean, you still look younger than me somehow. At least I feel like that. That's me. I think it's yeah, a awesome. He's got that studious look. Yeah. I'm 46. Oh, oh shit. okay. Jeez. All right. Lily, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to guess Randy, you're the youngest. Um, out of the See two of us. Oh, I wish out of everybody. I was the youngest. See, oh, I'm, I'm 43. Trying. I'm 43 too. Hey, birthday buddies. All right, cool. <laughs> Lily? I am 31. Okay, so you what? are the youngest. See, she's the baby. Awesome. Yeah, I'm 31. Uh, oh, don't, don't let her get to you. How <laughs> <laughs> you tell me? Oh, boy. You guys have a lot of conversations to have after this podcast. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, guys, what will what'll happen now is um, I will finish up a little later tonight, I'll get available all the different video recordings from recording today. 
and then I will get an opportunity to uh, sort through all of them and then kind of cut it into something that makes sense for us. Take out the extra stuff. I'll do a rough cut first, and then on the final edit through, I'll take out as many of the ums, uh, as many as the 100% as I can for Jason, those <laughs> kinds of things. Um, and then that'll also give me an opportunity then to create some clips that we can share on various social media stuffs. Um, there's some stuff that I have that should apparently do that pretty much not automatically, but should take a lot of the hard stuff out for us so that his shirt says, this. um, on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's good. good. Thank you guys. You guys. Well, folks, that's a wrap on our inaugural episode of The Trailhead. We hope you'd enjoyed cruising along this bumpy road with us. Next time, we're fueling up for an even deeper dive into the trail resources that'll get your, ta- your wheels turning. Apps like Trails Off-Road, Gaia, Onyx, and more. We'll explore this, how this tech is revolutionizing our off-road experiences, from integrated navigation to search and rescue, and even the part that it doesn't help. I'm JD, and for the whole crew here at the Trailhead, thanks for joining us today. We've reached the end of this trail. We'll see you at the next Trailhead. Hey Trailheads, it's JD here again. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Trailhead. We love bringing you this content, and if you love listening to it, there are a couple of ways you can support us to keep the adventure going. First off, spread the word. If you could take a moment to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else it is you're listening, it makes a huge difference for us. And hey, give us a shout out on your socials, tag us, and we'll make sure to return the love. Next, if you head on over to our Buzzsprout website, you'll find linked at the trailheadnetwork.com. There's an option to send us a few bucks. Now, don't worry, this isn't for new mods or anything. We're putting every dollar back into making the show as beastie as possible. That includes everything from our hosting services and equipment to our goals to bring you special episodes and content you won't find anywhere else. And speaking of exclusive content, keep an eye out for our upcoming Patreon page or something very similar. We've got some ideas to send y'all some great stuff as part of some subscription. Every bit helps, and we appreciate your support more than we can say. Now, let's get back to the trails.